1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity Internet and learn about our great offers. You'll get amazing value with speeds that deliver and reliable coverage you can count on. And with XFi Advanced Security, you can keep all the devices in your home connected and protected from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more today. Restrictions apply. (laughs) to
0: the store.
1: all right hello everyone and welcome shot, to chessie hour shot, um we're gonna have like a really nice intimate just a two-man pod today because we've had a lot of wasters kind of cancel and shit um so yeah i'm gonna be your host daniel soft and i'm joined by jermaine what's up jermaine
0: yeah what's going on Dan? you good all good man all good
1: you have some good news today
0: yeah, man. What Talk good news, what, today, man? What good news, bro? Bro, the contract is finally signed, my guy.
1: Finally, I'm so happy. How long? You remember I asked last week? I said, Yo, do you think it's, they're gonna announce it soon, Bruv, yeah.
0: yeah, I know, I know. Means means weren't really feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I've been burned too many times innit? so bro. he was like, Yo, I'm not even, I'm not even um, gassing it, gassing it for now. But finally, man, yeah. official announcement and that. So. You know, it's
1: kind of like, you know, when you're waiting for something for so long, it feels kind of anticlimactic when it actually
0: happens. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it, they almost took the sting out of it, yeah? Yeah. Like, the sting out of it, sorry. But for yeah. me, I was still gassed because I just wanted him to sign. Like, I'd, he's such a talent, man.
1: 100, man. For us
0: to keep hold of him. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. So, do. You, kind of me, maybe the cynic in me thinks that maybe they kind of held it until like a moment like right now everyone's kind of sad because the Valencia loss so maybe this is just like to cheer everybody up
0: yeah possibly as well like obviously before um, before a big game going into going into the Liverpool game I think the vibe might be a little bit um, a little bit more positive maybe I don't know how people like the players get about other players signing contracts but I know I know when even when I played ball and my friend was like in the team Mm. For certain weeks or whatever, you're you you know what I mean? You're yeah. proper like ready to play and you're just thinking about like the future and the club and stuff like that. So hopefully players like Tomori and Tammy and Christensen, and us, like just the whole vibe through the club, just they all should be buzzing right now.
1: Yeah, man. And and do we give like credit to Marina? Oh 100 percent She gets a lot of stick. She's been getting a lot of stick for a lot, a long time.
0: I was going in on that, bro. Was, for I real?
1: Was <laughs> you was one of those ones so but what what did she do wrong? <laughs> that I just what like, I don't get. Because let me just quickly say my piece. I don't understand. Like, you don't see what's going on in the board. So why mm. blame her? Is it
0: sexism? I think it's just down to pure fr- frustration, if right. I'm honest with you. Okay. That's, from, an honest opinion for me I like that. is that a lot of people get um, annoyed with Marina because, one, she's probably in the highest position that nobody can kind of um, get a clear you know a clear message from do you get what i'm saying she never yeah. comes out in the media she never comes is, out is, telling us everything's going to be okay so it's like
1: bro so you want her to come out and say she's not your mum bro no no <laughs> <laughs> everything's <laughs> going to be okay what are you talking about
0: but not but like that nah, but not like that like as in like you know when something's going on behind the scenes with transfers and stuff like that and like, yeah. the, the the direction of the club and stuff like most of the time she's the one dealing with a lot of like the financial things of the club and like the players getting signed and contracts getting signed, but it's like there's there's absolutely nothing. But like, Jemaine. we don't know whether a player's coming or going. Like, so it's just...
1: so, what club does that? What club has someone coming nah, out and saying no, everything's going to be I'm not
0: okay? She should. I'm not saying she should, though. I'm just saying I think I think naturally it's not just me that probably wants to hear that. That's what I'm trying to say. I think naturally as a human being you want clarity isn't it. Yeah. So like, obviously in the business. You don't do that. You for can't real. do that for specific reasons. For you can't come out and say, "Oh, we're going for this player because, like, you know, other clubs might come sniffing, or it ruins the business, or yeah. whatever." Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah. then, like, like you said, nobody really does that in football. But oh, for me, I, I was just finding finding things to get get at her about. Like, I was like, but, oh, she doesn't know football. Yeah. She doesn't know this." That's toxic masculinity, bro.
1: Boys? That's that's like, fair. So, so here's my thing. Um... And what I noticed about the whole Marina thing is you'd see fans and you see see... Cl- well, to be fair, what's good with you is you've kind of admitted it was unjust, a lot of this, your attitude towards her. But what I kind of found interesting was people would blame her for, like, giving Willian a new contract or signing drink water or whatever. But at the same token, people would blame her when she didn't sign man- like players that managers would want. So it, it, it was one of those ones where were clearly a scapegoat because whenever a player was signed that they didn't like, they'd blame her. And whenever a player that w- that the manager wants wasn't signed, they'd blame her. So if she has a degree of, of authority to kind of veto a signing, then you know Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like you it's, it can't be both. You either you you want her to sign every player that the manager wants, or, you know, you you want her to veto sign You can't Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so
0: but for me as well, like, I think even when I was doing it, though, while mm. I was, like, saying that kind of stuff, and I didn't really go go at her on Twitter or anything like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't anyway. There might have, but yeah. I doubt it because I, I don't really get, mm. I don't make it get that deep in it because yeah. I know deep down, like I said, like, I just admitted in it, I know that. Mm. I'm just getting frustrated because I want the situation to be resolved. So, like, when I was saying, that like, director of football and all of this stuff, because mm. I think we had a convo about it, like, over Twitter, back and forth a little bit about um like why we should have a director of football and why it should be balak and all of these kind of things and yeah my thing was my only thing was yeah that i just felt that we didn't have a senior figure in the club to kind of spearhead this this young project that we've got going on now but i didn't know that the club was going to do what they did with Czech and what they did with like what they've done with the whole kind of but Backroom staff, and here, all of that kind of here's stuff. Here's
1: my thing, yeah, with the whole Czech thing and the whole Balak thing, again, I feel like, personally, I feel it's pathetic because Czech mm. and Balak, yeah, that, that's just to appease the fans. So, like, people aren't going to be, people are going to have a lot more patience with Czech. They're not just mm. going to be like, um, oh, Czech doesn't know what he's doing, oh, Czech made this bad signing. Chick's not making signings, bro. The board are making no, signings. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. like Marina didn't make signings. Marina didn't sit down and pick targets. And Marina, like, generally, what Chelsea do is support the manager's decisions. That's why under Conte we bought Italian players like Zaba et etc. Under uh, Mourinho we bought Costa and Cesc. You Like, they yeah. ju- they just support the manager's decisions. Sarri loved William. Yeah. We know he loved William. That's why William got a new contract because Sarri wanted oh, 100%. William. 100 percent yeah that's why we rejected bids from Barcelona because sorry wanted not it's not marina but like I think what's the reason why I bring it up is because there's been a number of good things and i've i i am happy that she's getting credit I'm not gonna pretend that to know what she does as well, but I do the reason why I fight for her and I'm in her corner is because a lot of the stuff is unjust so I, yeah i'm I'm gonna yeah, I'm just happy. Yeah,
0: that no, uh, you're right. I think she she does she gets she always has the club, um, the club's best interest at heart in it, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. a fact because that's why she gets the most money for players when they do. Most of the time, when they do leave, yeah. she's been doing good deals since she's been here. To be honest with you, and like you said, the targets are not really her fault. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: um, she just does her best to get the deal done in the best way possible. Yeah. So, like in in terms of that, yeah, she's she's sick at her job to be honest.
1: All but, right. So, so from the good yeah. news, let's talk about Valencia. So, like, obviously, that was, I think that's <laughs> yeah. Lampard's third home game without a win. Um,
0: yeah. But, like, talk was to it, me... Two draws, two draws now and a loss, innit? And a
1: loss. But talk to me about going yeah. into the game. Did you kind of foresee that it might be sticky? What was your kind oh, of thoughts going into the game?
0: Like, I, I was getting annoyed because I was seeing all this stuff about um, Valencia being in turmoil.
1: You know? Yeah. And
0: I was like, and I was like, but... The people that you're talking about, they they don't have anything to do with these players on the pitch. Like yeah. the managers, and like fair enough, the manager like obviously the manager gives the team the tactics and the formations or whatever. But yeah. in terms of the group of players, yeah. I know Rodrigo, bro. Like Rodrigo is a baller. like you think so? yeah, man. I think he's a pro, like I think he's a good like he's a very good player. Like I think I wouldn't be surprised if if Chelsea were linked to him next summer. If would, I'm you, being honest would
1: you want him though?
0: I don't want him now, good. but 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 I, I do know he's a decent player. Not for not for Chelsea in the way we play, but I do think that the way Valencia play, yeah, um, and you saw it. Like it, although it was against Alonso, um, they do have a good group of players. You get what I'm saying? And, um,
1: mm. So so like this is the same group of players that Man United kind of easily dispatched last season.
0: Like, but they also came fourth in La Liga. You know, they like, did. I but know they... It's, I know it's La Liga, but. They, I know. they went on a decent little run and-
1: towards the end, and they just grabbed it with like I think they were they, they were full for like the last four games, and mm. so like they went on an amazing run. True,
0: but I don't know. So did we as well? Don't forget. True.
1: Yeah, but then we, we <laughs> were top four for like the people forget for the first third of the season we were top three. Yeah,
0: we were there. Yeah, yeah. Know, and then I we know, so we
1: so we started well and we ended strong. We had a sticky middle, and for someone's first season, that's not that bad. Valencia had a trash relegation they were in relegation like for the first <laughs> you know what I mean so but what yeah, I'm saying nah. as well they just got pumped 5-2 we just come off a 5-2 game um I don't know I had this kind of there was this feeling that everybody optimism, thought it was going to be it? it's not even that I had optimism I'm I'm a pessimistic person generally so like but oh, okay. my whole thing is I started to hear stats saying Chelsea won 5-2 Valencia lost 5-2 their manager's been sacked etc etc so I was confident going into the game but is there something about football? Is whenever something is stacked in one team's favour, there's always an upset around the corner, and I just mm. kept on hearing stats saying this is going to be cakewalk for Chelsea, and I was thinking mm. this this actually might be sticky, man. Yeah,
0: see, that's a, that's a fair point because my my thinking behind it was. If I'm a player, I'm trying to put myself in them cho- their shoes, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm saying if I'm a player and I'm going out there and they're talking about us being in the worst position possible 100%. to even win this game, like like Rodrigo's going out there thinking these guys are actually talking about me like I'm yeah. not a baller, like is I'm it? just going to lay it down and no get respect. beat. No respect. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, this is the Champions League, bro. Everybody yeah. wants to win the Champions League game. Yeah. You so, right. see what I'm saying? So
1: Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the penalty miss because obviously that's that the, the talking point of the game. Uh, who's to blame? Who, like, tell me who, like, give me your thoughts on it. Well, in fact, you know what it is, because I feel like everyone's <coughs> kind of calmed down now. So, give me your thoughts straight after it happened as All compared right. to your thoughts now. All
0: right. So, firstly, I don't believe that Lampard was trying to save Barkley. I actually genuinely think that Lampard's actually put down that Barkley is the first time penalty taker if okay. he's on the pitch. Okay. However, it wouldn't bother me because he doesn't actually start games, so it's stupid that he is a per, the, the first penalty taker yeah. because he doesn't start in the first place. He's never, he's, he's not really going to be enough in, in our starting eleven, especially yeah. when our players are fit. Um, I thought Jorginho would have been the penalty taker, yeah. and that was my first thoughts about it. But in terms of how we went about the penalty, Willian should have never been in his ear. Mm. Like who? Who are you? Like I don't get that. Yeah. It. Like, who, yeah. Who are you to be doing that? Yeah, to be going into someone's ear and saying to them, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" William like, is a big dickhead. Listen
1: to what dickhead. you're saying to your William player. William is a big dickhead. William, oh, like William, almost—it's almost like he wanted them to miss.
0: It looked like it. Yeah, body language said it all. Like he was standing there with his hands on his hips, yeah. thinking, "Yeah, cool. If you miss this, you're, not, you're never going to be on them again." Kind of thing. And then also,
1: like, also, when he went up to him, and then Barkley said, "No, it's cool. I got it." Before he walked away. He stood there and pulled up his socks right next to him, like trying to intimidate him. (laughs) Watch it again. Watch Uh, it again. Yeah, watch it again. William wanted them to miss. William is a big dickhead. Do you know, like, when you're confident about something and then people ask you, "Are you sure?" That knocks your confidence. Yeah, one
0: hundred percent. And Barkley, the thing is, yeah, people are talking about Barkley that are, you know, he can't take penalties for us because he performs bad. Listen, bro, you could have a crap game. If you if you hit the ball side net for a pen, that's what you do in it. Like it's a penalty. It's not the same thing. The only thing I agreed with that so I saw someone say was that he hadn't been on the pitch for long, and although again that doesn't necessarily have an effect on you taking a penalty, you yeah. could come on in a lot. Like, people managers bring players on the last five minutes to take a penalty. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. In like if they're going into a penalty shootout, but um, Barkley in pre-season, he stuck away every single penalty that he took, and nobody was saying a word.
1: Do you remember it's when? Insane. Do you remember when we lost the Champions League to United, and Anelka came on? In um, fact, we only just recently bought Anelka too, and he, I think he came on in that game. And there was something yeah. about it where I was just thinking, rah, you're, yeah, you haven't really miss. played much. We've just bought you. you. Don't really care like that. You're gonna miss." And he missed. Um, yeah. So there might be something in, in the terms that he came on, but look, Lampard's come out and he said, undisputedly, Barkley is. His number one penalty taker. And some yeah. people were like, oh yeah, okay, but he didn't start the match. So that means that Jorginho... So what uh, Lampard said was that number one is uh, Barkley, number two is Jorginho, and number three is William, which is pro- probably why all three of them was in the conversation. But yeah. Lampard reinforced that because once Barkley comes on, he is the first penalty taker. So... There's there is definitely a scapegoating of Barkley in terms of generally people don't like Chelsea fans generally don't like Barkley. Let's get that straight. It's number gender, one, it's a gender
0: based. It's it? a gender
1: based. So like, if we are uh, like all this Lampard lying shit is perfect. Personally, I think, I think <laughs> it's it's,
0: like, why would he lie? I yeah, care, I think
1: it's perfect. But however, I'll talk a little bit about that in a bit because yeah, then there is yeah, something yeah. that he said. There's another thing that he said that <laughs> kind of sounds like he, he might lie. He might have the tendency to lie. But if we were to take what he said at face value, that Barkley's first. Let's analyse the situation and let's point out, I don't really like blaming people, but let, let's figure out who's to blame. We've already kind of said we think William, but if someone's standing um, above a penalty, and then let's say it was Tammy, for all of the Chelsea fans listening that still want to kind of go at Barkley. Let's say Tammy has, is Lampard's told him you're number one penalty taker, and then you, you put the ball down, you're about to take the penalty, and then you have Jorginho come up to you, and say, are you sure Would you take it? Because actually, that's another kind of slant to this conversation. People are saying Equator isn't a good captain because he wasn't, he's the on the field kind of ma- manager, I guess, or like the leader on the field. So he really, again, yeah. like the Kepa situation last season, people kind of was like, okay, but where was our captain during that situation? Because he's on the field, the manager can't come on the field. So what do you think about the fact that Peak kind of let this happen in a way?
0: You know what? In terms of the, the captaincy thing, like I do I, I kind of kind of get where they're coming from and, and I'm giving them like the, the littlest like the tiniest bit of understanding. But mm. um, that's only because yeah. Willian is a senior player. Jorginho right. is a senior player. Yeah. You don't need you don't need a captain to come up to you and tell you not to be like to not do that kind of thing. And they'd already done it anyway. Like they, it happened so quick. Like, I don't yeah. know what he was expecting me to do. The only way he would have been able to do something if he was actually there. What if right I tell you, you this,
1: though? But what if I tell you this? Um, report, I was listening to a podcast and he said that he was there. So he kind of relayed the, the series of events and he said, the first person to go up to Barkley was Jorginho, but then Aspie went up to Jorginho and dragged him away. So Aspie did that to Jorginho. Then after that's when William went up to, to to him and then when William went up to him Jorginho came back to him to wish him good luck or whatever and then Tammy but that's came... just
0: William being a prick isn't
1: it yeah but even Jorginho coming back up to him I don't really think I think just leave the motherfucker alone let him get in his head space <laughs> to take the penalty do you know what I mean if I'm taking <laughs> yeah, penalty I don't 100%. need I don't need loads of consultations like it looked like Tammy came up to him to kind of give him advice I don't think Tammy wanted to take the penalty. He came up to him and I think he gave him advice. But William stood there um and it, it it's it's hard to kind of re- like he definitely wanted him to miss. I don't it's hard to come up with an excuse for William for his body language around that penalty. It it almost seemed like he wanted him to miss and that's so selfish. It was
0: disgusting. Yeah, it was disgusting to be honest with you. Like I I, I didn't really think that we had any players like that yeah. in our team and it was just disappointing to see that because We've never really had that that problem before. I think the last time we had that problem yeah. was Drogba um, and Lampard. And that was only because I think Drogba was trying to get the golden boot. Yeah. And Lampard apologised to him and he ended up getting his goals anyway yeah. in the game. But um, like, we, we haven't had that problem for a long time. And it just, it, especially after that whole Rashford and Pogba thing. Yeah. It was just annoying to see it happen with us as it's, well. A, it's annoying it like,
1: because there's an example there. So like, after seeing that, maybe Lampard and them should have said, all right, we don't want this to happen to us. Let's sort this shit out now. But it's it's happened. And like in those situations, what happens is if something goes wrong after that you, people have seen you publicly discussing it and having a discussion, having a fucking podcast on the pitch about who should take the penalty, <laughs> if someone misses, either way, it's, it's, it's going wrong. So like yeah. there's no point in you doing that because if someone says, all right, cool, you take it and then you miss, then it's bad. So like that's why you should just really leave the person alone. And yeah, that, that was a that was a mess. And I feel yeah. like William should be punished. Um yeah. and I think I do I do feel like if Jorginho was captain, he would have to be fair, Jorginho has to take he some would have
0: taken it. He probably would have <laughs> taken it. But Jorginho,
1: yeah, um like, I, I we'll get onto Jorginho a little bit later, but I think Jorginho would be mm. a great captain. But then again, Jorginho was at fault for going up to him and kinda adding to that shit. But William yeah. but William was the the, the major culprit. Um but yeah, I feel like I feel like at the time as well, I saw a lot of people kind of venting that barky. That's understandable just because of the emotion, that anger. But I, do, yeah,
0: I, I you do missed a penalty in it. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I do feel like um, if that was someone else, then there'd be a bit more understanding. But let's talk about the Valencia loss a bit more, and let's kind of kind of dig into what you think went wrong. Um, why? What happened? Why?
0: Why did? Why did <laughs> it go wrong? Let me compose myself a bit for this um, okay, cool. <laughs> um, To start off with Straight away I think To be honest I, don't, I didn't really think that we, we, we played that badly yeah. On the night um, Defensively we looked quite sound I think that the main lapse of concentration was obviously The, the, the goal that we conceded um, A pattern throughout the game though Was that we was giving away a lot of needless free kicks Okay. and again that was what led to them scoring okay. but I just think in terms of I think the stage was was a level up for, for Tammy and I'm not saying he can't handle it because every striker is going to have a game where you know it's a difficult game but he was getting into good positions I think he, he got onto the end of an Aspie cross that um, early on the keeper kind of tipped out Yeah. but I just feel like in that three what, what we playing? were playing like a 3-4-3 innit we were
1: playing that, a 3-4-3 three, three.
0: yeah but um, I kind of felt like the team's head went down after Mount came off, which was a bit weird. Let, let's quickly because... focus
1: on Tammy because you you said you feel like it was a level up for Tammy. So let's yeah. talk about Tammy's game. You said that you thought he got to end the crosses.
0: What... Yeah, Tammy. I, th- I felt like he was getting into positions early on. He was um, he, he was he was kind of giving the defenders like stuff to think about. But I also think he was starved with, with service. If I'm being honest, I think okay. like I don't. When when you have someone like um, when when you have someone like Tammy in the box, mm-hmm. your crosses have got to be whipped in, dangerous. And I feel like Aspi every single time he gets to that byline, he he drops in yeah. either a very predictable kind of low cross on the floor, or it's like a floated cross, yeah. something easy for the for the defenders to deal with. And they were just heading it out all day long. And yeah. then with with Alonso, yeah, he was just getting the ball. And I, and I kid you not, go and watch it again. He passed the ball back to Kovacic and, and, and Tomori
1: yeah. at least, like, 20 times. Yeah, so my my whole thing is, like, seeing Emerson play, like, Emerson would use that safe pass as a feint. So he'll pretend yeah. to pass it back, but then he'd use it to go forward and use some skill. But Alonso continually, because he doesn't have it in him, continually just passes it back. And Alonso and Aspi, when you're playing a three four three. They're usually the spare man, and so so many times the ball came to either Alonso and Aspie. and just as you said, Asp is a cross merchant a lot of the time, but his crosses aren't that. I know, like he kind of him and Morata Mar- had a good link up, but I don't know. I just feel like, especially playing that formation, so many moves break down because either it will go to Asp and then he'll kind of cross it in from Deke or he'll try to get to the end. Well, to be fair, he had that, that good early cross to Tammy, but that low cross. But
0: Yeah, that's the one chance that he yeah. had, and that was it.
1: Yeah, but then Alonso's the biggest culprit because I feel like with Alonso, it's so weird because he's a good shooter. So he had a couple of shots, like a couple of free kicks, I think, that he did well at. But I feel yeah. like he, he's almost like an inside striker because a lot of his game, <laughs> do you know what I mean? A lot of his game is like, just, uh, it's not on the ball. It's just getting into the box on that left side and trying to shoot. Like, he doesn't take players on. Like you said, he'll turn back and he'll pass mm. it backwards. Even when we kind of win space, and so, like, he's with the furthest man forward. If there's nothing on, he'll pass it back. He can't dribble into the box. Pass it shit. back, exactly. Yeah, so...
0: Yeah, and that, that's, the, that's the most frustrating thing about him. It's like, you, you have the cheek to come onto this pitch here mm. and not be able to defend. Yeah. And so now you're trying to tell me that you, you don't c- want to attack him You can't even attack. Bro, that we- is... That is like we're basically playing with ten men.
1: Yeah, and literally all he does is shoot. Like that's his only thing. Like that's his, he's a one trick pony. He can shoot. <coughs> and get into good areas in the box too. But yeah,
0: but but sticking with um Tammy, um, but st- st- sticking with um Tammy as well. I, I do think as well. Um, one thing I, I noticed about I know we were, we, were, we said we weren't going to speak about the Wolves game too much, but um, one thing I noticed in that game was that Mount was very very close to Tammy yeah. at times in that um, three, up, three up top yeah, and uh, you saw that as well even when Batshuayi came on that Mount was really close to them and that's how he ended up getting his goal in the last yeah. minute as well and that was missing from for, for, for Tammy I think that was missing in the game with uh, oh, so, against Valencia
1: so when Mount came off you're saying you're talking about the difference between when Mount came off
0: yeah yeah so when Mount got injured I think that like Tammy missed Mount a lot yeah. when he came off because Pedro was absolutely shocking when he came on. He yeah, well, so let, cool. well,
1: let's stick with Mount before we get onto Pedro because. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I think? I think one thing that I noticed, Mount, I feel like... Okay, so do you remember when we played the 3-4-3 under Conte and mm-hmm. how it kind of worked with Conte? I mean, with Costa and with Matic, but then when they went, that same formation didn't work? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So,
1: it's not just about the formation, but it's also about who's playing it. And I think one of the reasons why from the original 3-4-3 with Conte to the 3-4-3 we was playing in the second season with Conte is that Costa was a, an energetic presser from the front. And I think one thing that the reason why we kind of work better with Mount is Mount, again, he's a very energetic presser from the front. Now, here's the thing. When you make it hard for the, the, the opposite team to play out from the back, then they can't mount challenges onto you as much. It's almost like the attack kind of helps the midfield, the midfield kind of helps the defence. And so like when like when Mount was, wasn't was playing, it was a lot easier for Valencia to mount attacks because they, there was no one pressing. Tammy's not that good a presser. Everyone keeps on Tammy off the ball. Tammy isn't a consistent presser like that. Mount is like, he reminds me of Costa leading the charge. So I feel like that was a, a big miss because Mount is yeah. like a busy bee there. Um, but I do feel like with Tammy, Tammy, I don't think his overall game is... I think his overall game in terms of technique and all that type of stuff, I actually think that's good. But I feel like he just doesn't kind of drop deep and get involved as much. He doesn't touch the ball as much as I feel like a, a maybe a Michi would. I think Michi kind of would get involved as much. But as long as you're scoring goals, I don't mind. But I think in the Valencia game, we kind of saw that, yeah, he he wasn't involved as much. He he got he got end the chances, but I feel like he wasn't involved in the game as much.
0: Yeah, because with Tammy, the ball's got to come to him, innit? Do You know what I mean? Yeah. For him to be for him to be involved, I think. He, like you said, he's not someone that goes, that goes deep and picks up the ball and makes things happen yeah. like that. So yeah. yeah, I think we'll see what happens, innit? Obviously, it's, it's another big test for him on on Sunday. So yeah. we'll see.
1: so quickly on the midfield. Uh, what are you thinking? So just, I, I want to kind of stick with this kind of three-four-three analysis just because yeah. I watched the game again as well and I think with a three-four-three, 4 it's a midfield, it's a type of formation that doesn't really, it's good for teams without good midfielders, I think, because I, <laughs> honestly, and I feel like when you're playing a 343 you're basically playing it a lot of the times down the wing because you've got, yeah. You, yeah, you've got like a, a left centre-back and a left wing back, and then you've got someone on there. So you've got three kind of left um, sided players, you've got three right sided players, and like the midfield kind of have to stay deep because they can't go too forward. So a lot mm. of the times you're playing it downside. Obviously, with Chelsea, everybody knows Chelsea, if there's one place they're blessed, it's the midfield. So yeah. I'm not sure that this formation going forward is best suited to our squad. Another thing is Jorginho, in terms of playing out, like obviously that's one of Jorginho's main strengths. But then, when Jorginho has two men directly in front of him, he's got options. Whereas, I found watching the game again, Jorginho and Kovacic was passing it sideways to each other way too often.
0: Yeah, of course. And and, and I think that was mainly down to even the options, the other options that they had even like further wide, didn't it? Like, in terms of Alonso, just... Static. Like, uh, yeah, just... <laughs> That's how we said it so many times last season. He needs movement in it. Yeah. He needs movement to, to be um to be effective, yeah. he needs movement around him. And like you said, in that formation, there's only um uh, Kovacic playing with him in the middle. Yeah. So like um it's only gonna go side to side if yeah. they're just playing with each other. Yeah. But if he's trying to look for Aspi or Alonso, who are very, very static, yeah, out and in the wide positions. Then it's always gonna. It's just always gonna yeah. be poor build-up play from the midfield. If I'm honest, yeah. like, especially in that formation. Yeah,
1: and sometimes what what worked was the inside forward would drop deep, almost into a position where the, the third midfielder would be, and that would give Jorginho options, and that kind of works. Mm-hmm. But I do. I, I've got misgivings about this 3-4-3 because, especially with the wing backs we've currently got. Um, yeah. but also just in terms of listen we've got a number of good midfielders I feel like we should definitely be playing free we should make use of the fact we've got a, a host of midfielders and we should be playing free but um, yeah yeah,
0: no, I, I agree man I, I think 100% moving forward it's, it's got to be four three three. 3 and I, I do think though in Lampard's defence I think he's just playing this formation because I think he's just scared of who he has available at the moment but, like in terms of Alonso as well yeah. like, I think he's actually changed the whole
1: but I also think one of the reasons why he's playing this formation is we have been shipping in goals from the start of the season yeah. um, and he was the coming to the Wolves match yes Alonso was coming and yes he was against Adama Traore but also he had to do something about the fact that it seems like every single game we've been shipping two goals so I asked something on the Chelsea account earlier about when what matches do you feel like we've, we've been most like solid defensively and you answered that question didn't you
0: yeah, yeah. And what I did said, you say? Um, I said Wolves and I said Wolves and Valencia. No, no, I said Valencia. Yeah. And uh, I said the uh, Super Cup. Yeah. Although in the second half we were penned back a bit, but I still thought that we defended quite well in that game.
1: And so. you, you don't think you don't think um Wolves? No,
0: That's no, no. Wolves Wolves real good. I think that was just poor keeping. Yeah. Probably. So the like, probably poor keeping.
1: That question was kind of like a leading question. The reason why I asked it is because I think evidently that the 4-3-3 in the Super Cup, we played Kovacic, Kante and Jorginho. So we didn't play any attacking midfielder in that three. Yeah,
0: so more compact, in
1: it? Right. And in the Valencia and the Wolves game, we played obviously three at the back, two wing backs, and then two defensive midfielders. So I feel like generally in terms of shape and for, and personnel formation. It's either defensively, it's either we're playing a three four three and a 4-3-3. Now, I've just kind of explained why I'm not really fucking with the three four three, But I do feel like, and I know especially Pulumi gets onto me and Yas gets to me about the fact that I'm not kind of trying to force like either an attacking player in, in, the, in the middle three. But I do feel like at this point, Chelsea aren't good defensively, enough to have an attacking player in the middle three. I feel like people kind of focus on the defence. Because we're conceding the goals, people think it's the defence that's bad. But I do feel like the midfield helps the def- can help the defence, as we've seen in that Liverpool game. Um, and I do feel like yeah. when Loftus gets fit, when, when Mount's back, when Hudson's back, when Tammy's back, I feel like there, there might need to be one that sits out because I feel like the... The midfield, when everyone's good, should really be Kovacic, Kante, and Jorginho most of the time because that's that's the team that is like that's the midfield. I feel like that gives us the most kind of strong, solid base.
0: Yeah, I think I think in big games I completely agree with you. I think in t- in games like Liverpool because Liverpool do it themselves as well. Like yeah. Liverpool don't really have um, an amazing attacking midfielder in that three that they have in the middle. Yeah. They have they have like what they have Fabinho, Ronaldam and and who who is Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and, and Henderson, yeah. exactly. And I feel like even our three midfielders that we put in there that are supposedly more defensive are much better than them going Hundreds. forward as well. Hundreds. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's not a bad thing having them three in there. But then it's you never say, a bad thing.
1: You say in a big game, but Sheffield United has been conceding two goals. Norch are conceding two goals. So the balance is, hasn't been there. So why
0: you're hit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, So, on, Yeah, so why only in the big games? It doesn't make any sense, like...
0: Because, because that's what I was going to say, because I do think we will steamroll teams if we have, um, like, attacking-wise, we will steamroll teams when we have Loftus, Hudson-Odoi, say, for example, Mount on the right and Tammy up front. We'll, I think with... Go on. With Kante, Jorginho and, and, and Loftus-Cheek in that midfield, yeah, on top of the fact that Loftus-Cheek is better defensively now as well, I think... Is he? Um... Yeah, no, he is he's better he's better defensively. Uh, yeah, I seen but... I seen little bits of little bits of him last season. He's getting back, he was bodying guys, yeah. he was he was doing his work. Yeah, no the... doing his work.
1: So I'm not talking about the like, because defensive like <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So it's about consistent bread and butter. And I watched him last yeah, season as yeah, well yeah, yeah. and yes he is better. he like he was better defensively, but that was under Sari's strict instructions. I hope yeah. he's retained that. But I don't think it's enough because I still <laughs> feel like he's our weakest out of all of them, I feel like I feel like is fair defensive. Yeah, I think Barkley, and I don't feel like we're good enough with Barkley in the midfield either at this point. But,
0: think... that, but that's the thing, though. like When we're playing a game like um, Brighton, for example, yeah,
1: mm.
0: like um, the Brightons, the Bournemouths and, and, and teams like that,
1: yeah. I
0: feel like our attack is too good and our possession, the way we keep possession, even with Loftus, Sheik, uh, Kante and Jorginho in the midfield, I feel like they won't be able to touch us, innit? So mm. it's a waste, kind of playing. Is that is um, that wishful
1: com- thinking, though?
0: Nah, I think I think we're more than capable of doing that. Remember, we only had Loftus Cheek for half a season last season. Like,
1: yeah,
0: I think it's just going to be a level up this year. Honestly, I think him playing in the midfield this year—it's annoying uh,
1: that he's, he's been injured for this. Uh, I, I don't know. I, we'll see when he comes back because I can't say that like, with confidence <laughs> either. And I don't doubt Loftus Cheek as attacking in, offensively. I don't doubt Loftus Cheek at all um, in attacking. But then if it's just the offensively that I trust him, then I'd much rather him in attack. Now, obviously, I kind of want to see someone like Sancho come in on the right. So in the future, I definitely want to see Loftus-Cheek back in an LCM position. However, I feel like, and, and let's see when he comes back, but I, I feel like Kovacic makes more sense there because I feel like People want Loftus-Cheek to play LCM, but then usually they want him to get into the box and score or they want him to get the ball and run. But then what happens when he's making a run forward and then he loses the ball? Is he going to be able to run back as quickly to kind of get back and help people as Kovacic? I doubt it. Let's just be honest. Uh, Let's just be honest.
0: No, no, no. I I hear you on that because I I think the the two players with defensive capabilities in our team, like, I think Jorginho does have that, but I don't, like the two players that have it the most in terms of covering ground and, and um, winning the ball back for us, I yeah. think, is Kovacic and Kante, innit?
1: Yeah. And Jor- so, Jorginho has stepped up defensively. Like, Jorginho is topping yeah. a lot of stats. Like, and even when you see him playing, he's winning the ball a lot. So...
0: Yeah, reading the game very well. Like, yeah. This this season, especially. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I I completely... that like, like I said, I would not be angry or, like, annoyed if I saw that midfield because I know how solid it is. I was the one of the ones saying, Last season when Kovacic came, yeah. I I know that he's better in a in a deeper role. Yeah. So I was like, um, I was really gassed when he came. I was like, yeah, this is going to be the best best midfield in the prem, because I just felt like everything that they did together once it clicked, it was going to be as strong as it as it has been in certain games like like against Liverpool yeah. in the Super Cup and stuff like that. It's very hard to break them down and it's very yeah. hard to kind of get the ball off them as well. Yeah. So. See? No, I agree, man. But I think there'll be games where Loftus can play, and then there'll be games.
1: I don't know. I, for me, I feel come, like when you're trying to kind of pick the games, that's when you have started to lose because every single game in the Premier League, like you can't really. Different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So, so I'm always of the mindset to set your kind of your stall accordingly, and I feel like Loftus cheek brings us so much in attack. So why do you need him in the midfield when I don't think at this point. I can trust him as much to kind of get back and do the other side as Kovacic. Yes, he's improved, but is he as good as as Kovacic? I know he's not. And I, again, he scored ten goals last season. He can bang goals in, so I've got no qualms with him playing just above, you know, the, the midfield in that kind of area, just behind the striker. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. And, then, and then coming deeper, and then him and and him and Hudson behind. Uh, Miss your Tammy yeah so that's that's kind of what I've been trying to sell but obviously a lot of people aren't buying it <laughs> at this point but yeah. I feel like soon soon people will see soon people will come around but um, I guess let's talk about Liverpool on Sunday because we talked a little bit about them um, wait before we did this Tamori oh 100% we have to give
0: Tamori a shout out oh my yeah, days man. what a player
1: man yeah man I do you feel
0: like
1: I feel like he's been one of our best defenders since he's been playing.
0: Um yeah, I do. To be uh to be honest, first half um in the Wolves game, Rudiger looked like he'd come back on it, you know. He looked like he come back
1: yeah.
0: in form. So um that was obviously a positive until he got injured <laughs> in the yeah. second half. But yeah. uh yeah, tomorrow definitely been the standout defender. Um surprising just surprising like how, I don't know, like, to me, he just doesn't look that physical, but he is though, like, he he doesn't seem like he's he's phased at all.
1: He looks like a calm youth, like, he's never ruffled, Mm. like, he's got that kind of calm, but do you know what it is? I, after pre-season, I put him in my first starting two, I put Christensen and Tomori and I feel like, People was like, "What about Rudiger? What about what's his name?" But I don't know. Even from preseason, I was like, "Yeah, I see it. I see like the composure." Even though I think he made a mistake in the the Salzburg game or one of the games, but I think he's yeah. I think he's a really good defender. And to be fair, not just Tomori, I think christensen has been a bit of an unsung hero too. I don't think yeah, I yeah go oh, oh, sorry. I don't think he's put that many thoughts wrong. I don't. Th- I can't think of many mistakes that he's
0: made. Yeah, with with Christensen, I I always just remember that, that patch that he had with Conte. Yeah, And I've kind of like just wanted him to get back to that kind of form where he managed to get Davide out of the team for a bit. And because he was playing so well yeah. for like a few games, Conte stuck with him. And to me, obviously, that said a lot. I yeah. think a lot of other fans kind of um, recognised his performances as well. And it looks like finally he's probably trying to, you know, he's kind of getting back to that form now. Yeah. So hopefully, I did say um, I'd want them to to be starting yeah. against yeah. Liverpool I, on Sunday as well. So
1: Yeah, and I think Emerson, people are saying Emerson's training, which is good. Yeah. So we won't have Alonso checking back. And, oh, and then also Kante is apparently training too. But then we've seen with Rudiger, and I don't know if it was that we rushed him back or it's a different problem. But that, there's a thing about not rushing these players back because we don't want them to get injured again.
0: Yeah, my my thing is with with this, done, Yeah, mm. and and I don't know. People might slate me for it, but for me, I wouldn't play any of the players that have, that have been recently injured. I wouldn't be playing them on on Sunday. So mm. I'd actually be playing Alonso. Only yeah. reason being, yeah, and this is the reason why. Even with our best team on that pitch, we can still lose. So why risk it? Why risk these players coming back getting injured you again? Could, you can say me? that
1: about every game, though. Bro.
0: No, 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 but I'm saying like in terms of this scenario right now, all of these men are coming back from injury, bro. Yeah. Like all of them. And we got we got like a nice run of games coming up where we've got Grimsby next week on Wednesday mm. in the Carabao Cup, I think. And then that's another week's rest for them so that they can come back and at least they're a hundred percent fully fit for Brighton. Mm. And then we can kick on from there. Do you get what I'm saying? Because like I said, can take a play on Sunday and Emerson and we can still get Smack 3 1 if we're being honest in it. So you see what I'm saying?
1: You gotta put your huh? best foot forward. Uh, <laughs> like that whole, I'm with you on to you saying we can still get smacked. We can get smacked no, no, no. in any game, no, bro. We
0: can beat them as well. We can beat okay, them cool. as well. What okay, I'm saying is, cool. um, <laughs> I know we can beat them. Okay, Trust cool. me, because we can ball them off the park in terms cool. of in midfield. Now you're,
1: now you're speaking the right words. Yeah, bro. yeah, of course.
0: We can oh, we no can pull them off the park in midfield. We always do as well. Every time we meet them, at that's Samson what I'm Bridge, talking about. We we always pull them off the park. Any Liverpool fans want to at me, they can act me, but <laughs> like. One hundred percent. Their midfielders ain't pulling better than us, but I just feel like the the front three on their day for Liverpool, they can they can damage anybody in it. So I'm just saying, yeah. I don't want Kante getting injured to be yeah. out for longer, yeah, and yeah. I don't want Emerson getting injured
1: yeah, yeah. because we ain't
0: got replacements for them.
1: A hundred, yeah. Because like when it comes down to it, it's a big game, and people overextend themselves in the bigger games, and we yeah. we can't take that risk. So I I, un- I understand that, that completely, but it's gonna be hard. Uh, with Alonso and to be fair Alonso (laughs) do you know what yeah Alonso in that game he didn't add much but it's not like he was a liability I'll give him that what? What, Valencia? yeah I don't think it was a liability obviously he was he was in terms of okay he spoiled attacks I get that but I mean in terms of conceding goals I don't think he was a liability do, do
0: do you know what my problem was yeah Valencia didn't have no confidence coming forward until they started roasting Alonso and oh, Rodrigo okay. was giving him problems every single time. Yeah. Do you know who was saving him every minute Dude, in that I, I, game? Tomori. It was Tomori.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. You're right. But then he's so a, right. he's the wing back, though. So Tomori's supposed to kind of. Ah, not done. See, right,
0: don't cool. do that.
1: All right, cool. Don't cool, do cool, that. Cool, 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 cool. Don't cool. do that with the fair wing Fair enough, bro. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Liverpool because they got smacked in the Champions League, too. So Napoli oh, beat shit, them. Yeah. Napoli beat them. I don't think it, Arsenal beat Napoli on the way to us beating Arsenal. I know that I'm doing bare maths, yeah. But, like, Liverpool are beatable, they're conceding goals, like, Van Dijk's making mistakes, Salah and Mane are fighting each other, talk to me, do you feel like, even with, like, without Kante, without Emerson, without Hudson, without Mount, (laughs) there's a lot of withouts, but do we have a chance?
0: There's so many, but I do I do think we still have a chance and reason being. But the thing is, the formation has to be right. And like you said, okay. I think it does have to be 4-3-3 against... Do, okay. you, do you think it should be 4-3-3 against Liverpool on Sunday?
1: But my problem is, yes, it should be 4-3-3, but I don't trust any other than Miffle. Mithil- yeah, Yeah. But I don't know. So, like, Barkley, I don't like him playing deeper because he will make mistakes. He'll make, like, he's more of a number 10 because if he makes a lazy pass in the defences area in the opposition's area, then that's cool. But if he makes a stupid pass right in front of the fence, we're gonna concede. So like and a lot of times as well, he's inconsistent with his pressing. Like a lot of the time he just drugs with his belly, like showing I don't know what kind of drug it is, but like there's no <laughs> tr- there's no there's no left central midfielder that I trust uh to do it like to think about the fence First, or well, not even first, but just to always think about all right, when we lose the ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is for me that that's that's my biggest problem as well. Like I want to play four three three on on Sunday, mm. but like you said, I, I think it only does it only works with Kante in the middle, and it with with the other two. To be fair, like, I don't mainly. Think,
1: I don't even think it's I don't think it's Kante. Like, I think Ampadu would work. Like if it was.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 if yeah. it was Kovacic it and
1: Ampadu, I think that could have worked, but it's just that at this point we've only got we only got offensive midfielders apart from Jorginho and and Kovacic and Kanté. So everybody else wants mm. to get in the box and score. Um but maybe Barkley can be disciplined. Um we'll see it. because I think he's if we're playing a 4-3-3, Mount's injured, uh, RLC's still out. Um I don't think there's anyone else that can play there.
0: Yeah, the four three three as well. I wanted it, bro. Because I kind of think Pudilic has to play this game. I
1: man. don't think so, bro. I don't understand where you are bringing
0: <laughs> do, his name back I up. I do, Dad. Dad, uh... listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah, Pudilic needs to play this game. For bro. what? For what, bro? For what? Because no. because Pedro is tre- Pedro is not. Like, listen, Pedro. I don't. I, I just after seeing Pedro midweek, I'm not. I don't want him on the pitch. I don't want him on the pitch on okay. Sunday. That's the first reason. The well, second reason, I think, I think Pulisic was he. he, he even though he didn't do it the full ninety or however long he was on the pitch in the Super Cup, I can't, I can't remember. But I, I do think there were some positives from him in that game. So are
1: you saying that you, you, have, have, to like, him, you have, Pulisic, have to give him that? Are you saying that you think Pulisic will play better on the left than the right? Um,
0: because in the Super Cup he was on the left, but, okay, but he's cool. got an opportunity to play on the left, though. He's got he's got an opportunity to play on the left, and if that's the case, yeah, then then play him there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he has got more pace than Pedro, and he will. I think he'll try and get in behind a little bit. Fair I think en- he'll try and get in behind
1: a bit Look, fair enough. Like, like yeah. let's talk about um, Puyi's a little bit because Lampard said the reason why he didn't play in the Champions League because he wanted Pedro for more experience. However, he started uh, like there was Mount that was his first Champions League game, no Champions League experience. Tammy, no Champions League experience. There was, there was a lot of people that were making their debut for the first time. Barkley made his debut. Uh, uh, Kepa yeah, made yeah. his he debut. Yeah, he
0: more experience than most of the players in the team.
1: Yeah, so, so, so I, I don't get the Pulisic thing that Lampard said. This is why I was saying that maybe Lampard does lie. It couldn't have been down to his experience.
0: No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it was that. I just think
1: he... He doesn't I rate don't. Pulisic. Maybe.
0: maybe. Maybe, or maybe he just thought to himself, like, maybe he just fancied Pedro that day, though. Sometimes as a manager, yeah, but he just Pedro, players, Pedro
1: came on, so he didn't start. So that's what I'm saying. Pulisic seems to be going down the list. Against <laughs> Wolves, uh, Lampard said that he thought William was excellent. And to be fair to William, I know the problem with William is he does a lot of good work, then he makes stupid decisions. But the first half, he was a bright spark. Yes, most of it didn't come to anything, but he was a bright spark. So I feel like William is ahead of Pulisic. I feel like Yeah,
0: William's starting on Sunday. One hundred percent. I think he's starting. Because yeah. he had a bright he had the bright spell against Valencia as well.
1: Hmm. So if we're gonna go to Liverpool with Pulisic, Tammy and, and William I dunno, know, you know. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we just have to get through this game. <laughs> I feel like we just have to get through this That's, game.
0: But do you see what I'm saying now, yeah? Like not to start these guys that are injured because right. I just don't feel like if we if we start these guys like Kante and Emerson, even if they're just about being fit yeah for the game, but then we're going up top with players that you know, you could argue they might have, you know, a wonderful game and that and yeah. maybe win the game for us. But yeah. there's a there's a very, very Yeah, you know
1: On their day they, they so but we just have to hope it's yeah. one of the ten like they've their day comes one in fifteen times. You just have to hope. Like, you got to hope
0: it's today. It's Sunday. Is, isn't it? It's that day. Isn't it?
1: <laughs> so uh, my question to you quickly, because I asked this kind of about Pep, but if Klopp managed Chelsea and we had all players fit, who do you feel like he would pick? That's kind of like my first question for Chelsea, because we kind of know what Pep likes. I mean, what Klopp likes. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering.
0: So, oh man. Um, to think about his team. So I think he'd go probably for Emerson left back. Yeah. Obviously, Kep- Kepa's already got yep. people so he go for Kepa. He'd probably go for Emerson left back. He'd go for Christensen. Okay. Uh It's a hard one between Tamori and Rudiger but I'm going to edge with Rudiger. Yeah. Uh, Why did you edge James.
1: Rudiger? Why did you edge Rudiger?
0: I think... As well as Tomori's played, um, I think Rudiger's a little bit more commanding in the air. Okay. So I, I don't think Christensen's that great in terms of being commanding in the air. So I think like Rudiger showed me that in the Wolves game as well, Like just how yeah. much we missed that from, yeah. from him. Okay. So I think that's why I'd go Rudiger. Okay. But, um, G- James, obviously because of his passing,
1: yeah,
0: passing range and his crossing. Yeah. and getting up and down the same way Trent does yeah.
1: um,
0: in midfield it would be your midfield so Kante Jorginho Kovacic yeah definitely definitely, 100% be that midfield yeah and yeah. then up top it would be Hudson yeah Striker, I don't think it would be Tammy or Mishy I don't even know who like
1: G- not Giroud G- Giroud might be like the closest thing we've got to a Firmino
0: the thing is do you think so? Yeah, probably because in a different way though. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like he drops deep and he links yeah, up play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so probably Giroud. Yeah, but don't forget, yeah. um,
1: like at Dortmund, he played Aubameyang. So like just because at Liverpool he plays for Minu doesn't mean that he always wants someone to drop. He can't. Deep. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it could it could be probably either Michi or, or Giroud. To be fair, yeah. But we'll go Giroud anyway, and then um, right side. Right side, probably William. William. (laughs) Yeah, because like in terms of on the right side, he likes that bags of pace in it, and Pulisic right now is not effective enough. So I don't think he'd he'd choose Pulisic. Yeah, Pulisic wasn't at Dortmund. He'd probably choose someone like William. Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe. I don't know.
0: I feel like you see what I'm saying though, because because Mount like he wouldn't choose Mount to go on the right, would he?
1: No, because I don't think there's anything that. Wait, in fact, did he play Mikatarian at Dortmund? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Good did. Point.
0: he did.
1: He did. So he might play Loftus there because Loftus takes on. Loftus is one of our highest dribblers. Um, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, so. That's I... take ons isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be interesting anyway. But all right, so quickly again, combined team as it is, everyone fit. And this is from your perspective. So you know in the. Because obviously, we've got a lot of young players but I'm I'm saying yeah
0: yeah. I'll go um Allison.
1: yeah Robertson yeah
0: Robertson over Emerson yeah 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 Robertson um Van Dyke.
1: yeah
0: Christensen yeah uh I'll go Trent only because I'm gonna I'm not gonna be silly like my heart wants to say James but Obviously, Trent, James ain't played
1: games for us,
0: yeah. Ah, OK, cool. Um, so, I'll go Trent. Um, actually, but actually I'll, yeah, I'll go James. Yeah. Cause, cause, you know I'll go James? Because James a better defender, 100%. Yeah. James a better defender and he's, and he's got everything. That, and that say, say got what you
1: feel, in it. innit? Don't, I don't give a shit about people saying, Raw, he hasn't played games. Fuck <laughs> no, no, all that, no, I'll that's what James. I'm just saying. Just say what you feel, go on.
0: Yeah, I'll go James. Um, midfield, it will be... I'll take all my midfielders. So I'll take Kante. I'll take Kante Loftus mm. and Korapa. Okay. So no, Kante Kante Loftus and Jorginho. Okay. I don't rate rate their midfield at all. And then I'll go up top, I'll go Mane I'll go Mane
1: <laughs> He's thinking God.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> it. My-
1: Oh, you say what, it again. Mane
0: solo,
1: um, okay, so Mane Salah so, Hudson. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I feel like I'd go, I'd definitely go Emerson over Robertson, but that's maybe because I don't watch Liverpool that much. But um, I, I really like Robert, uh, Emerson's dribbling. I think it's better than Emerson, uh, Robertson's. <laughs> Shit, I can't even, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then I'll go, everybody loves Van Dyke in it, so I'll put him in there. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll, I might go tomorrow, you know. I might go to Maury. He's like winning. I really like, I really like what he offers. Um, uh, right back, Reese James. Um, and then I'll, I would go with my midfield. Oh, that's tight though. That's so tight. It's hard to fit people in, you know. I don't
0: know. Fabinho was the only one that might have got into mine. But
1: no, I'm not even talking about midfield. I'm talking about attack. Because then oh, yeah. Mane and Salah <laughs> has to go there. But then Hudson yeah. then has to go there. But then I can't leave out Loftus. Um, yeah, maybe I'll play, I'll play Loftus in the middle in a Firmino role. And then I'll play... And then Mane
0: and Salah.
1: And then I'll play um, uh, Ma- uh, Mane and Salah just over Hudson. Just. Um, but yeah. Yeah, to be fair. All right, cool. And what do you actually think about the game then? If I was to ask you... Uh, um. What's going to happen?
0: I think if, if, if we play right formation, I think um we could I think we could get away with getting a draw. Um yeah. if Emerson and Kante start, I think maybe <laughs> Yeah, I'll go one one. I'll go one one, a boring one one.
1: Yeah. We need we need another win, you know. I said it the Wolves I know, game. I know, I know. I said at the Wolves game when you guys were coming in pathetic, like, rah, we need a draw. It's wolves. I
0: said
1: 2-1. Alright, cool. Maybe not you. But, <laughs> but I was hearing Bear draw and let's try and Nick a draw. And I was like, rah, it's still Wolves, yeah. you know? I know they've been beating big teams, but like, we need to pick up points. So I feel like, again, we need to pick up points. I don't want to hear no, let's go for a draw. I don't give a shit. If... It's at like Anfield, right? No, it's at the bridge. It's at a bridge. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We even need our first home win. Like, and I know... Just as I said against Valencia, when it seemed like everything was against them, that's when they're most dangerous. At this point, no one's going to rate Chelsea, especially if we start without all of our injured players. Um, and I'm hoping I'm hoping we can make the first win there of the season. Um, so I'm going to back Chelsea in it. I'm, I'm, and I'm usually a pessimist, but I don't know. There's something about these young kids playing and all that type of shit that's kind of changed it. And that, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for anyway.
0: Yeah, you want that that headline, innit? Tammy Tammy to get a couple goals against Liverpool, Van Dijk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I want want another mistake from Van Dijk. I want a Van Dijk assist to Tammy or some shit like that. But to be fair with Tammy as well, quickly before we leave, because we'll wrap this up, we're coming to the hour. Um, One of the things that I'm saying is, Tammy seems, I get that Tammy started because he scored seven goals in the last three games or whatever. But I feel like Giroud's been linked with, who has he been linked with? Into Milan, into Milan, yeah. Because it might be Lukaku. Must they must have seen his touch? So I don't, I don't know what's going on, but
0: you need a plan B there for real. You need a plan B over
1: there for real. So I don't there think Giroud's happy in his role. Number one, nah,
0: he said that as well, didn't he? Right. he said that he's not. Uh, he's not just because the kids are here doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to be their mentor kind of thing, right? Because he wants to play games.
1: Huh? He left Arsenal because he wants to play games. So he's not happy to be a backup. He's like his career is winding down. He's still France's number nine and that could get taken off of him if he's on the bench too much. So, with that being said, I feel like one of the reasons he hasn't been able to keep Giroud happy is because he hasn't really been shuffling the pot that much in terms of the striker being played. And I get, like, Tammy's on form, but I'm saying with Lampard, he has to be careful um, and he has to kind of share. It can't just be Tammy getting everything.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you, and I think like he's getting wrapped up in this whole because they're young. He wants them to know that he's got confidence in them, so he's yeah. trying to play them as much as possible. I don't want him to, I don't want him to get wrapped up in that kind of yeah. cycle yeah. of doing that because before you know it, you could play him like four or five games in a row, and, he had, and his confidence is low again. Like, yeah. it's good to kind of shuffle straight here and there.
1: 100. Um,
0: so yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think I think Batshuayi should probably get a start. If not against them, and I don't want it start to be against Grimsby, even though it probably probably will be, yeah. but I don't want it to be against Grimsby. I'd rather I'd it be against a team like um, Brighton, which is the the, the the next Prem game after Liverpool. Yeah, like I want to get a start probably against them. Yeah, because... I feel
1: like maybe two in a row. Why not give him Grimsby? And if, mm. he, if he does the job against Grimsby, start him against Brighton as well because Lampard's trying to make it. He, well, this is what he's saying anyway that he's trying to make it meritocratic. So he kind of always says after Tammy's done well, he has to push on because he's got competition. Now, whether that's just Mm. lip service, which I kind of think it is because he's trying, I feel like that's his way of trying to keep Jerud and (laughs) Batshuayi happy. But when it comes down to it, actions speak louder than words. So we'll see. We'll see anyway. But, um, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for coming on Jermaine. We basically just had a phone call, man. man. (laughs) Yeah. Just me and you, but, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Um, yeah, to all the listeners don't forget to use the hashtag um yeah thanks for listening man
0: all
1: right peace on Twitter doing the most ghost I remember when I shot my shot, but I didn't have guap, so I hit the post. But next time it's a golden goal.
0: This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday Sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday Sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details.